Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. Uh, I'm Dave, I'm your host for the next minute and a half again. Um, today we've got another mock draft takeover and today it is the Redskin podcast where uh, James and Ryan will be on making their picks. Um, yeah, let us know what you think of these. Uh, we've got plenty of mock draft stuff coming up. We've got a fancy podcast this week focusing on um, the rookies. Uh, me and Russell will be back, probably doing some bit in the news, maybe look at some of these new uniforms and, you know, all the other little bits that have happened. But, um, yeah, let's say, let us know on all of these podcasts what you think. Um, let us know who you think your team will take. Let us know who we have uh, cocked up and who you think we've made an awful pick for, because I'm sure there's some. Um, I'm sure I made a couple of uh, picks I'll take back if I could from our one last week, but what can you do? Um, but as I say, let us know, get in touch, um, we're at first and ten underscore on Twitter, we're first and ten on Facebook, uh, we've got a quiz coming up on Friday, um, that is to raise a little bit of money for um, a cause close to me, but yeah, you can find all the information on our website, but um, that will be streamed live on YouTube, there's an answer sheet that will be attached, so you click on, fill in the answers, and it will give you a score straight away, um, but yeah, safe. So completely free to enter if you can donate them please do even if it's only a pound if it's 50p if it's anything it all adds up and uh yeah really appreciate it appreciate it all but um yeah i'll speak about that more in depth on one of the other podcasts but for now i'll leave you in the capable hands of james and ryan from the redskins podcast cheers Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the First and Ten podcast. Um, we have been challenged by the podcast fairies at First and Ten to come up with a draft for the first, a mock draft for the first round. So um, how we're going to do this? We're going to take it in turns. Um, this myself and James here, and we're going to take it in turns and um, go through it all thirty-two teams basically. We've got James is having the odds numbers picks, and I've chosen the I've gone for the even number picks, and basically just yeah, just going to go through the list. Uh, 32, 32 teams. Uh, there's a few trades that have been made. We're gonna we've decided to not go for any trades ourselves, so there'll be no trading forward or backwards. Um, I think on draft night there might be a few trades here and there with teams but I can't see an over amount it's a few already been made by teams um, so let's get this going who have you got Bengals on the clock who have you got with the first pick uh, hi everyone hi Ryan um, firstly I'd, I'd be listening to trades maybe if I was um, Bengals I wouldn't trade in lower than sort of uh, three or four um, but I can't see anyone willing as a draft capital to sort of trade up to that level. Um, so with the first pick of the 2020 NFL draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow, quarterback out of uh, LSU. Um, I think it's one of the easiest picks to do in the draft. There's been rumours that Burrow's not that keen on joining Bengals, uh, but I don't think he's going to pull an Eli Manning or anything. Um, you know, he's had one of the best sort of one-year turnarounds ever, 
one of the best or the best uh, college season by quarterback um, is like football IQ and other intangibles as leadership uh, really strong, which uh, exactly what the Bengals need. Um, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, the only other option might have been Tua, but with his injury sort of history, I don't think they can um, take the risk on that. So, um, yeah, Joe Burrow to the Bengals. No surprises so far. No surprises there. Um, yeah, if they were to trade out, I can't see. I, I couldn't see it happening myself. Um, you wouldn't want to go a lot further than three or four or three. Well, you want to go much further than Dolphins, really. I suppose they've got the capital to make the trade. I think. Yeah. But I can't see. I can't see there'd be too many teams above the, the Dolphins for them to worry about a quarterback falling into their lap and there's not many two teams below them I don't think with enough capital to offer as bait yeah it's only really the Dolphins that could afford it and I don't think they I think they'll happily sit at five yeah no not much to argue about with that pick um, so that leaves me with number two which is the Washington Redskins um, really? ooh there's a lot of excitement over this pick um, with yourself, I've not a lot of surprises here. I've gone for Chase Young. Um, this has been a, again, again, there's been a lot of talks about us trading out of the number two pick, um, possibly with Miami, but I wouldn't personally don't overthink it. Um, just pick the best player available. Um, there's a, a lot of a lot of the big balls is the number one player in the draft is the best the only reason the Bengals have gone for Joe Burrow is because they need a quarterback um, if you need anything of what Chase Young can offer the Redskins just go watch his highlights and read his stats and you'll see what a great player he is he can he's fast he's strong he's got great technique um, and I think he could have the same kind of effect for this team as Nick Bosa had for the 49ers last year. Because um, we've already got an okay... He didn't perform last year, but we've got the, some pieces in our defence already. We might just need an extra one to make it that elite attack or defence that it could be. So, yeah, Chase Young, Washington Redskins, number two. Love that pick. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about maybe going real sort of left field and if I was the Bengals, I would be having a look at him at number one pick. Um, well, they'd throw the draft one. They need, they yeah, they need the quarterback. Uh, yeah, amazing pick for the Redskins. Like a generational talent. Um, his draft grade from some players... Uh, sorry, some analysts are saying like they've not drafted anyone that high in like seven, eight years. So yeah, I think easy pick. Um, so on to the Detroit Lions um, with the third pick of the 2020 NFL Draft. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, keep it with a, a higher state and pick uh, Jeff Okuda, cornerback. Um, I just think elite corners. Quarterbacks and pass rushers, uh, you know, that's what you want. Uh, I think their linebackers are okay. Simmons might be a discussion here, but uh, just go with the um, 
a higher state cornerback. Um, I think high state have had 10 cornerbacks uh, go in the first round uh, since 1999. So, you know, it's, it is the cornerback uh, college. They're, they're normally pretty good as well. So um, quite a straightforward pick. I think, you know, instant starter, uh, potential pro bowler. Uh, yeah, another straight straightforward pick without many shocks. Considering they got they got rid of uh, Slay in the off season or lost him to free agency, or did it was he free agency or they traded him away? Either or, I can't remember. Um, he perfect place person to come in and just replace him straight away. I don't think there is any downgrade there whatsoever. I think he's even just as good, even better. I'd imagine. Yeah, I think he'll be a franchise player. So yeah, someone. Um... Someone who can they can play and a damn sight cheaper than Slay would have been, so can maybe look at other positions in their team coming up. I know Max yeah, Stafford's got a, a nice big size contract. and speed as well for the position. Yeah, he's just ideal for the position. Uh, yeah, real prospect. Right. So I move down to the New York Giants at number four, and boo. I've picked. Yeah, boo. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Simmons, uh, linebacker from Clemson. Uh, in my opinion, he's the second best defensive player in the draft. Uh, total Simon off player can play anywhere in the back. Um, he's got him down as a linebacker, but that's that's just a guess. I think that's what he'd done in the combine. Um, he's very 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 fast. Uh, his coverage is next level. His tackling is immense. Um, just brilliant. I'd, I'd have, there's talks about Washington taking him at number two, and I wouldn't be. Although, it's, I'd, uh, if Chase Young goes at one, I'd be very happy with taking Simmons at number two. Any thoughts? Yeah, he's a freak. He's like the speed for guy's size is unbelievable. You can match him up at tight ends. Uh, he can go after the passer. He, yeah, he's got everything for the modern sort of hybrid linebacker, safety, whatever we're calling these guys now. Yeah, he's a great piece to have. Uh, annoyingly for the Giants, who will really help their defense out. Uh, so sadly, they're going to get a good player at four, and yeah, they've got a really good player here. Um, moving on to the Dolphins, who have got so many picks in this um uh, NFL draft. Um, I think the Dolphins will be considering uh, possibly trading up if uh, if one of the teams below them get on the phone and start going after the quarterbacks. They might have to react. Uh, but here, you know, it's worked out well for them. They can sit at five, uh, and with the fifth pick of the 2020 NFL draft, the Miami Dolphins take Tua Tagovailoa, uh, quarterback from Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't take him in the top four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I was just going to go with Tua. Um, yeah, I think it was tank for Tua all year. He was by far and away sort of the best quarterback prospect going into the year. Sort of Joe Burrow really exploded in the scene, but Tua's, Tua's at his level when he's healthy. Uh, the only reason he's not number one pick is because of his health. But I think Miami will have some reservations about his availability. But just 
guard away he throws the ball uh, his movement you see the success of like uh, Lamar Jackson and Mahomes and sort of that's how quarterback play is going and yeah uh, Tagovailoa uh, is going to be if he stays healthy he might uh, he's yeah he's going to be really exciting to watch for Miami um, I think they've still got Fitzmagic there have they at Miami so he might even be able to sit for a year while he gets sort of healthy if not if he is healthy, he can go in and sort of start straight away, even with this sort of weird shorter off-season they're going to have. Yeah, he's just absolutely amazing player to watch. I watched quite a few Alabama games on uh, college at the start of the year. And, yeah, he's really good fun. Um, he has been pigeonholed maybe as like a spread or RPO quarterback, but that, you know, <laughs> so where the um, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens worked right for them. Yeah. Uh, I think is yeah, so easy pick. Easy no pick for Dolphins. Really, they got plenty of other picks to fill other holes. Yeah, get the quarterback. And talking of quarterbacks, I've got the Chargers, and I've chosen um, Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon. Um, I know they've got Tyrod Taylor, but I think this is just too good an opportunity to miss for them. Um, there was, there's rumours going around that the Dolphins aren't quite sold on Tua and they might take Herbert above him. And either way, that works out well for the Dolph- uh, for the Chargers, I should say. But Herbert, is he's very clever, very athletic. A uh, good arm can make all the throws. And uh, basically, he's just the next best quarterback available. For him. and they need to move it into a new stadium they need someone to hold it hang their hat on um, they need a face and move into a new stadium with a new thrower new play holder it's the way forward I think so yeah uh, number six just it's Justin Herbert to the, from Oregon yeah I think he's got uh, bus potential but I also think he could he could uh, have quite a high ceiling as well in the pros so yeah, I think that's a decent pick for the Chargers at six. They can have a look. Um, you know, callbacks are going, yeah, top two are gone. They haven't had to trade up to get one. Um, maybe they might trade ahead of try and trade ahead of the Dolphins, but if they stay at six, yeah, I can see them. They haven't got a lot that of ammunition to trade away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, looks, yeah, looks like a solid pick for them there. Um uh, moving on to Carolina, um, with the seventh pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select uh, Derek Brown, defensive tackle out of uh, Auburn. Um, see, Panthers could opt to draft an uh, offensive lineman here, uh, but instead I think they're going to draft best, tack- best defensive tackle in the draft. Um Brown stock has sort of been up and down during the season. Um, to the point where, you know, some people are saying he might not even be the first defensive tackle selected, but I think he's, um, yeah, the best defensive tackle in the draft, as I said, and Panthers are going to choose him. It was either him or Kinko. Um, yeah, and I've, I've gone um, Derek Brown. I think he's a real sort of game wrecker at tackle. Um yeah, he's going to cause a lot of problems uh, for offensive lines. 
he's an absolute mach- machine. He can um, he can move for someone his size. I think it's a solid pick for them. Uh, number seven. Yep, I can I can see that. The only other need that I've got down for the Panthers is quarterback. But I, I think that all of the decent-ish quarterbacks have, have been taken in this draft. And if they was to go their quarterback now, it'd be a bit uh, too much of a reach, I think, considering where yeah. they are. So, yeah, yeah. Take, take the best defensive player on the board. Let... Brown, it makes sense, total sense. Uh, pick number eight, uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I've gone for Henry Ruggs III, um, the wide receiver from Alabama. Now, bear with me for a moment. <coughs> <He's>... <laughs> Just imagine Ruggs, Hopkins and Fitzgerald lined up, all playing at the same time, with Colin Murray behind them throwing. That would just electrify Electrify, you know, okay, the defence may not be the best, but if you're scoring 30, 40 points a game, you don't need defence to be the best. You're going to win games. Um, he rugs is stupidly fast. He ran a, a 40 in 4.27, which is really quick. Really, really quick. Um, and I can just imagine Cliff Kingsbury doing this, making this decision. Um, he played a lot of plays in college with four wide receivers so it would just make sense that he would do that stepping up to the pros um, so Henry Ruggs the third going to the Arizona Cardinals yeah I like that pick for cards uh, might be a bit controversial with Lamb and Judy on there uh, we'll wait and see but it's a, it's a good fit it's a good fit for Ruggs um, yeah, good luck to him. Right. Who are we on now? We are on... Uh, the, uh, Jags. The, the Jags. Right, so we're with pick number nine. Uh, Jags have gone... Uh, I've got an offensive line, so they're going to take uh, Tristan Wirth's uh, offensive tackle from Iowa. Um, they need offensive line help. Big time. I think he's the best uh, sort of lineman. Uh, going is is a draft with a lot of good linemen, um, but I think yeah, just take their pick of uh, whatever lineman they want. I've gone Tristan Wirfs. I think he's solid. Um, yeah, he's yeah he's going to be you know in some plug in and play. Um, he, yeah, he's going to be instant starter, either right tackle or guard. He's going to help protect. Uh, Minshew there, or, you know, uh, no spoilers, but whoever else they're playing at quarterback uh, <laughs> next season. <laughs> yeah, but the Jags might have something to say about that with their 20th pick. <laughs> <laughs> so you've taken the first offensive line, or offensive tackle off the board with Christian Wiss. I'm going, uh, number 10 is the Cleveland Browns. And I've gone for Michael Beckton from Louisville. Um, 20 years old, so really young. Um, I'm not sure how many years he had in college. 
Um, I should really have looked it up. Um, but he could be the left tackle in Cleveland for years and years to come. He's he's a immense. He's uh, a rare talent. Um, he's a big old bloke as well. Six foot seven and three hundred and sixty four pounds. He weighed in that his combine. Um, that's a big big fella. Um, great skill. Um, he's I have to say, he was the number one tackle when I was looking at him. Um, and he just, yeah, just overwhelms defenders with his strength. He can do everything, I think. Depending, and just looking after Baker Mayfield for the next foreseeable future. Making sure his blind side is well protected. Yeah, uh, offensive linemen aren't sexy picks, but they're normally pretty useful. you got to go for them. Um, Here's uh, an interesting pick. I think um, the um, who we got? Jets. Jets are delighted that um, you took rugs. Cardinals took rugs at eight. So with the eleventh pick in the twenty twenty NFL draft, the New York Jets select C.D. Lamb, uh, wide receiver, Oklahoma. Um, so I feel like the sort you got Jerry Judy there, obviously was going wide receiver. I think the debate between who's going to be better out of sort of Lamb and Judy is going to go on for sort of 10 years. Like, um, it's going to depend on offense and whatnot, but I prefer Lamb slightly at this point. Um, he's not the fastest guy on the board like Ruggs. Uh, unlike, yeah, like Ruggs, who's lightning, but he's absolute beast once he's got the ball in his hands. Um, he's, yeah, He's the kind of guy that can become an instant sort of favourite in New York. A uh, good weapon for Sam Darnold at quarterback. Um, yeah, I think it's quite an easy pick for the Jets. They need wide receiver help. They've got a really good wide receiver there in um, CeeDee Lamb. Nice. As you said, I, I think Lamb, Judy and Ruggs, I think they're all in the same kind of group. They're all interchangeable, I think. I, I don't think there's a lot between it, the three of them, personally. Um, and with that, I've got 12, pick number 12, and the Las Vegas Raiders, I nearly said Oakland then, um, and I picked Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama. Um, in my eyes, he's the best route runner in the class. Uh, he creates separation from the off, and you just can't catch up with him. He's, once he's made that little gap between us, he's gone. Um, the Raiders lost that last year with um, to making a trade for Antonio Brown and they had to get rid of him due to all of his off the field shenanigans um, it just makes sense that it was clearly that that's the sort of player that John Gruden was after and it would just be great a great name for Vegas to bring into the new era no Las Vegas. Be a nice sexy name for them to have. Yeah, perfect. They needed wide receiver help since they sort of traded away um Amari Cooper a few years back. Um, yeah, I think yeah, once Lamb and Ruggs come off the board it's easy choice for to get Judy there. Uh, might some people might have him as their top wide receiver, but I guess it's all about fits systems and fits and 
think that's what we tried to go for. Um, cool. So with the 13th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, uh, the San Francisco 49ers select uh, Javen Kinlaw, defensive tackle, South Carolina. Um, so I was looking to grab a receiver in this spot, but um, I didn't want to overspend for one with sort of, yeah, Ruggs, Lamb and Judy all now gone. Um, yeah, the 49ers would need to trade up ahead of the Jets if they want a real shot at getting sort of one of those three. Um, it wouldn't have been easy for them trading away DeForest Buckner this season, but uh, the best way for them to get over it is to fill it with this six foot five, three hundred twenty four pounds. Yeah, Javon Kinlaw. Um, I he was in the discussion when I was drafting Derek Brown up at seven. So forty nine would be delighted to get him at um, thirteen. You put him in there with Bozer and company. What you know, he's going to be. He's going to be a decent player. Um, yeah, could become pro bowler in sort of no time. Uh, also, yeah, the draft's pretty deep at receiver. Um, and the 49ers have got the 31st overall pick, so uh, uh, let's see what happens there. Nice nice and solid. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That once the three receivers have gone off the board, you don't want to... Especially with the 49ers, they haven't got... They've got two in the first round, two picks in the first round, but they don't have many picks after that. So you have they have to make them count. They can't be trading up to I don't think trading up to get one of the top three wide receivers, considering that they have many picks to start off with. Yeah, and as I say, it is deep at wide receiver this draft class. So. Yeah. Um, so with pick number fourteen. Um, we're racing through this. I've got Tom Brady's Buccaneers. I think they're changing their name. I think I think they're going to be known <laughs> as Tom Brady's Buccaneers. Um, so weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be weird this year not seeing him in a Patriots uniform. It's, it's. I wonder what people are going to do with all their Patriots. I wonder if they're going to swap because I see a lot of Pats fans kicking around, and I wonder with Brady tops. I wonder if they're going to let move. Anyway, um, so the Bucks, I've I've gone offensive tackle and Dredrick uh, Wills is it Dredrick? I can't pronounce his first name. Um, the offensive tackle from Alabama. Uh, in my opinion, he's got the best technique out of the four offensive tackles that have gone off the board. Um, or the four big offensive tackles, I should say so. Um, but he's probably the most pro-ready out of the four. He hasn't got as big as upside, but you can put him in from day dot, and he's, he'll be ready to go. Um, which, is, if you're picking this high, that's the bare minimum, I think. That's what you want, if you want to be able to put him in straight away. Um, great pass protection, and devastating run blocker. And, as we all know, Tom Brady's not... A spring chicken. Uh, he's not the quickest of players. He's going to need someone looking after him, uh, making sure that he doesn't get attacked by the violent edge rushers uh, coming towards him. So that's pick fourteen. Dredrick uh, Wills to the Tom Brady Buccaneers. Yeah, he got to protect Brady, old man Brady. Be a nightmare if he got you know couple of hips for him and he was missing games. Especially paying him 30 odd million a year, 30 million yeah. a year. 
Yeah. Nice work. Nice work if you can get it. Um, it must be cool. hard being him. I know this is off topic, but it must be you know, living in Florida and getting paid thirty million a year and going home just to sell. Must be hard life, mustn't it? <laughs> nice little retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, he's, he's, I think he's going to go down. He's going to want to win. Try and prove it wasn't sort of. That's why he's going to have the debate. Was it Belichick or Brady? Or I was listening to something and it's Brady. I think it was in the Howard Stern's show. He was saying it's. A chicken and the egg, it was both of them together. It was like the perfect storm. It, you know, Belichick wouldn't be who he would be without Tom Brady, and Tom Brady wouldn't be who he'd be without Belichick. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, right, so the 15th pick, approaching halfway here, the Denver Broncos select C.J. Henderson, uh, cornerback out of Florida. Um some people have him as the best cornerback in the draft ahead of uh, Akuda. So to get him at 15, that's uh, amazing value. Um, year one, quality starter, he's going to be, yeah, plug in and play. Just really helps out the Broncos secondary. Um, yeah, he was brilliant for the Gators. Um, yeah, it just seems an easy pick to me. They need help in the secondary. Uh, yeah, and they get the second best cornerback. Amazing size. Um, one of four, three, nine. Yeah, he can sort of cover all the routes. Easy pick for uh, Broncos. I think they sprint up there for CJ Henderson. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so, halfway point, pick 16. I've got the Atlanta Falcons and then terrible new uniform. Um, mid grabbing AJ Epenza is it Epenza the yeah. edge from Iowa um, got great blend of size and power massive wingspan um, once he gets his hands on you that's it you've got um, and he can play off the edge he can play in, just inside as well I think it's a Nice little solid pick for the Falcons. I think they've done all right here. I had them down taking a running back, but I think this is a bit too strong. At the moment, I think pick 16 is a little bit too high for a running back. Yeah, he's a good pass rusher. It's a solid pick. Like middle of the first round. Mm. Um, now, with the 17th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, uh, the Dallas Cowboys... Mm. Uh, select uh, Clavon uh, at all. <laughs> Chess on edge of LSU. Um, nice. So I was tempted to draft a punter here for uh, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd be having one a long snapper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know. I think Cowboy fans will like this pick. Um, cornerback was an obvious need, but. Um, Henderson just went to Denver at 15. Uh, we could have taken Jalen Johnson, but after sort of Cowboys losing Bobby Quinn this offseason, pass rusher, it's quite a big need for their defense. Uh, just on, uh, yeah, he can come make an immediate impact off the edge. Uh, annoyingly, the Cowboys have made some uh, great picks on the defense in the draft over recent years. So, um, but guys like Leighton Van Der Esch, Xavier Woods, uh, Jadobi Uzi. I think Chesson just fits in quite nicely with those guys. 
annoyingly a really nice pick. Uh, Makes sense. Sadly, our rivals have got quite good players in this. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, is it? <laughs> yeah, that makes makes sense. But first time on the board with two picks, I've got the second the Miami Dolphin pick at pick eighteen, uh, and with that, I've chosen Andrew Thomas, the offensive tackle from Georgia. Um, Terrific athlete and great balance. Uh, he's six foot five and three twenty pounds, and he's got very good size and for his position. Um, once he's planted, you're not moving him. Uh, he, he he deals with the when the edge rusher is countering has made their first move and they counter their second move. He he changes he counters with ease due to his flexibility and foot speed uh, I think and just think getting Tua with their first pick that they want or need someone new to look after him at the back and I've gone for Andrew Thomas yeah really solid player uh, some people I've seen him drafted as the first tackle off the board or quite high up on there so um, yeah really deep tackle class and yeah why not grab a nice one in the first round if you're the Dolphins and you got 200 picks during this draft <laughs> I'm sure I've got I'm ready to, I've got I've got 20 odd in the next couple of years yeah it's crazy they yeah. they should be competing with that amount of sort of draft capital if it's not this year definitely next year yeah definitely um so the 19th pick uh, in the 2020 NFL draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Jalen Johnson, cornerback Utah. Um, so the Raiders already got their receiver, getting Judy at 12, uh, which is selected for them. So I think they needed to upgrade their secondary. Johnson's uh, the best corner on the board remaining. Um, saw a bit of Utah. He, he looked really good. He can play outside or in the slot. And he's going to be a starter day one, uh, wherever they play him there. Um, that's exactly what uh, they need in, in Vegas. So, yeah, two instant starters on their team from round one. Yeah, it makes, makes sense. Makes sense to get two starters straight in. Two picks in the first round. Done. Um, you've got a new look on your team there. Player of each side of the ball. Nice, nice work. Um, so I've got the 20th pick, and thanks to trading away Jalen Ramsey to the LA Rams, uh, the Jags are back on the board, and they've they've gone for Love, uh, Juicy Jordan Love, uh, the quarterback from Utah. Um, cause I, myself, I, I'm making the choice here I'm not sold on the moustache um, so I'd be looking to replace him myself um, and why not with the best quarterback left to grab um, in 2018 he was brilliant he had 32 touchdowns and 6 interceptions and then Utah changed their coach and he had 2019 was 20 touchdowns and 17 interceptions so 
I think that was down to the coaching change. Um, so he's got it in him. He got the player in it. Uh, good size for quarterback. Um, at six four. Uh, good at extending plays with his feet. Um, very good accuracy when outside the pocket, but likes to stay in the pocket if that's all possible. Uh, and good at keeping his eyes down the field with everything going on around him. He he keeps his eyes forward, which is what you need from a quarterback. You need to be looking, um, not worrying so much about what's going on around you. I don't think you need to be looking at where you're getting rid of the ball. Um, so, yeah, pick 20. Oh, um, Herbert, uh, not Herbert, uh, love to the Jags. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Tash, so I don't know. I wouldn't have gone quarterback maybe this high, but I can see, yeah, he needs to prove himself this year. Uh, yeah, maybe the Jags just want that extra sort of cover. He was quite a low-round pick, wasn't he, Minshew? So, a bit of a success story. But... Having two... Young quarterbacks and their rookie contracts could help them in other positions, could help them spend in other areas. Yeah, I can see that. Um, cool. Uh, so now the, the last of the NFC slot. Um, and with the 21st pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select mm. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU. Um I think the Eagles avoid temptation to jump up when some of these uh, receivers start flying off the board. Uh, in yeah, sort of 11, 12, 13, they all sort of coming off. But uh, if they, you know, they can sit back here, wait for their guy. Jefferson's a player I like. Um, although I nearly went for T. Higgins, who's also a very good wide receiver. That's it. Such a deep class at wide receiver. Uh, a lot of starters there. Um, yeah, I think uh, Jefferson's brilliant at route running. He's uh, been in that LSU offense with Burrow and um, offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Um, so he's NFL ready. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up as sort of the top rookie receiver given the team he's going to be on uh, walking in here. I think Eagles are they're a decent team, uh, good quarterback play. So I think he's one for the sort of dynasty. Receiver. Think they, the yeah, they're desperate for wide receivers. I think he's one for the um, dynasty draft leagues as well. If you uh, have yeah. a dynasty team and your next your rookie draft coming up, have a look at Jefferson. I have to admit that was. I was hoping you wouldn't go him. I I wanted him for my next pick. Uh, so with number twenty-two, I've got the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they've got from the trade with Buffalo. Stefan Dix and I've chosen uh, Gross Matos uh, defensive edge um, good size and athleticism um, once he gets going he's hard to stop he's got brilliant hands and a great combination of speed and power um, it's, I don't think it's apart from wide receiver which I was going to take Jefferson but I, I don't think there's a massive amount of needs for the Vikings. I think that they, they look all right, personally. Um, so, yeah, Gross, I think they could use the help on defence. You can never have too many decent edge rushers. And 
I've chosen Gross Messos. Yeah. Another, yeah, decent edge rusher. Um, not too many of them. Uh, uh, okay, on to everyone's favourites, the New England Patriots. <laughs> With the 23rd pick, the NFL Brady draft. Less. Yeah, maybe they're all Bucks fans now, but yeah, Xavier McKinney. Yeah. Um, is safety from Alabama. I think they they take the Alabama safety. Um, he's got like awesome combination of like um, freakish athleticism, field awareness, versatility, really high football IQ, which Belichick's going to love. Um, he spent time equally at slot, um, free safety, and in the box. Uh, he's accomplished in all of those. Uh, yeah, he's fast as hell. He's going to be really coveted for yeah any team sort of looking to upgrade and diverse diversify their sub packages. Um, yeah, he can sit in the centre of the field all day. He's yeah can play anywhere. He's like yeah new breed of versatile sort of match up safety. Uh, high upside as an early starter. Just he seems like a Belichick player. I think Belichick can do a lot of him. Uh, I've got, I've got him as my he's one of the better players left on the board. So yeah, I've got him as my first safety off the board. Yeah, yeah. He's as you said. He's when you watch him play, it's scary what he does and how hard he hits. And it's just a shame for him. It's safety isn't as sexy as position. He he doesn't get as much notice as what I think he deserves. Alright, um, with the 24th pick, we're racing through this now, uh, I've, we've got the New Orleans Saints, and I've gone for Trayvon Diggs from Alabama, and the, the cornerback. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, he played both man and son very well, so he's very versatile. Um, he's quite big for a cornerback. Um, it's hard to hard, hard to outmuscle him. He's quite six two. He, when he was at college, he played against the big wide receivers a lot, and he they very rarely, very very rarely beat him. He'd play up against the big number one guy most of the time. Um, good length, but so better in zone. But he's very disruptive when he main coverage. Um, so yeah, Trayvon Dix, the 24th pick. New Orleans Saints. Okay, and move on to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and they're going to take with a 25th pick. Uh, Lamar Jackson. No, not that one. The <laughs> cornerback from Nebraska. Um, Austin Jackson. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think he's just going to, yeah, solid corner. As I said, the Vikings need uh, need help on defence and secondary. Um, seems like a straightforward pick. Um, yeah, he's got, yeah, red cornerback size, length to match, five interceptions uh, the last couple of years. Um, 
Yeah, he's really big for cornerback, but he's got sort of yeah decent hips and footwork. Um, any sort of 50-50 balls, he's got a big advantage due to his size. Um, yeah, I think he he's going to help out help out their second cool. secondary straighter one. Nice pick. Um, so moving on to the 26th pick, and it's another one for Miami. Um, and yeah, another one from Miami, and they're, they're going to address safety now uh, and go for Wilf, uh, Winfrey Jr. Uh, for the Minnesota safety. Uh, play, he's off the charts, I think. Uh, if if McKinney wasn't there, he would easily be. I think they're very similar players. Uh, I, I, I think. If McKinney was in there, it, it should be nailed on as the best safety in, in the market, I think. Um, extraordinary playmaker. Uh, in his college career, he's got nine interceptions, two false fumbles, uh, four recoveries, four sacks, and three touchdown returns, which is pretty remarkable for someone that plays that far back. Um, great at reading pre-snaps, so... He knows what the opposition are doing. He he can tell what their plays are. Yeah, which means he's quite he's clever as well. Um, he's quick. He's a great tackler. Just brilliant, brilliant player. So Miami, uh, Winfield Junior. Or Winfield. Sorry. Okay, and the Seahawks with the twenty seventh pick in the NFL draft select Zach Vaughn. Born or bound linebacker uh, from Wisconsin, um, 6'2", 238 pounds, runs a 4'6", 40-yard dash. He's really decent athlete, explosive uh, speed. Um, yeah, he had a really good game against Ohio State, which I like players who can sort of perform uh, on the big stage there. Um yeah, really good pass rusher, best pass rusher left available. Um, I think, yeah, Seahawks need help uh, with rushing the quarterback, you know, with Clowney not yet signed yet. So uh, they go for Zach Baum, uh, the linebacker. Nice, nice and solid. I have to admit, um, I was using the Pro Football Network's draft, mock draft simulator, so I could tell who would taken and who was, wasn't and I had to scroll down quite a, a list I think he was like 50th on their big board so I had to scroll, scroll down a bit to find him but no I like him I think he's got sort of yeah rare speed for that um, sort of passing permission uh, pass rushing position yeah all I you, like him all you, yeah, all you mentioned it sounds he sounds good he's one to one for me to watch his highlights of I'm sure they must be able to get him on YouTube. Um, yeah, he's not guaranteed, but like I just think his ceiling is really high, really potentially really high. very high. Now, with the 28th pick, I've got the Baltimore Ravens, and I've chosen Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU. Um, great football IQ. 
quick play equals quick play recognition. He knows again, just like uh, Winfield Junior. He knows what the opposition are going to do, so he can get in the right position. Um, he's athletic and he so, great um, sideways explosion. So he he's quick off the mark and he can move side to side to get the blocks on. Um, he's a front attacker with very good technique. I just think that it's a great pick. You can never well. They need they've got good quarterback. Their running back is all sorted. Their tight end sorted. So that side of the ball is taking care of itself in my eyes. They need to help on the defensive side. Uh, linebacker, give it a go in the first round. So uh, Patrick Queen, linebacker from LSU. Cool. Uh, with the 29th pick, uh, the Tennessee Titans take um, best remaining tackle on the board, Josh Jones from Houston. Uh, another monster. Like the sizes of these guys are ridiculous. Six foot five, 319 pounds. Uh, he's got decent work. He'd be drafted a lot higher, I think, in other drafts. But like the tackle position so deep this year, he's yeah. He's a developmental prospect, potentially. That's why he's sort of down at five, but he's got all the... He's got the frame you need. Uh, he, he can get even bigger, uh, get even more weight behind that. He's, yeah, above-average athlete. Great bend in his hips, which is, like, super important on the on the live scrimmage there. Um, yeah, I think he's... Just a really sort of exciting prospect who, yeah, Titans pick up. Uh, bottom of the first, they're very happy with. He might not start year one, uh, but, yeah, I think by year two, he's, he's going to be a starting starting tackle. Nice. Nice. Again, another one with really high upside, uh, potentially, and a young guy who can, um, yeah, go in and compete in that, that tackle position. Pick number 30, uh, Green, Bay, Green Bay Packers. I've chosen the first running back off the board, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Um, just a total beast. In his first 27 games, he ran for 4,171 yards, which is pretty awesome. Um, typical downhill runner. Um, he sees the gap and he runs through it. You know, um, don't give him, he's hard to, you can't get hold of him, he, he shrugs off the tackles like nobody's business, um, great power, great speed, just, I don't think that they can, Green Bay are going to, can live with just Aaron Jones as their running back, I think they need help, I think that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back on the board, right up there and hand you slipping. Yeah, um, quite low down for running backers compared to sort of recent years, but yeah, it, normally they're a top five pick, or they can yeah they can slip to the bottom of the first, early second rounders. Lastly, uh, I don't think there's any sort of um, Saquon Barkley or any prospect like that this year. But yeah, there's, there's no no one say his first one off, and he was pick number thirty. Um, so it shows you that there's it's not a running back that slaps you in the face for you to take notice of this year. Yeah, I like Taylor. I like Swift as well. There's yeah, yeah there's a good there's yeah there's, there's decent running backs, but yeah, 
I think you can. It, I think it's so you easy. You can find for, good ones in the lower rounds, so people aren't going to overreach. Exactly, it's so easy to get a running back off. The, as the Redskins have proved in the last few years, it's you can get a running back off the streets and just plug in and play for a couple of games. You, you don't need to spend big picks on a unless there is your Zeke Elliott or your Barclays, your top quality players that could be around forever. You don't need to spend high picks on them. Yeah, agreed. Um, cool. Uh, so with the 31st pick uh, in the draft, the San Francisco 49ers take T. Higgins, uh, wide receiver from Clemson. Um, I think he's another sort of top receiving talent. Big lad, six foot four. Um, he's got enough speed to to worry defenses deep. Um, yeah, he's really good going up and getting balls downfield. Uh, I think he's going to help out. Uh, the 49ers seem to have everything sorted on defense, like the best defense in football by a mile. So go and give Jimmy Jimmy G another rep, weapon. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Scored a touchdown on 20% of his catches at Clemson, apparently. Um, That's quite some record. Yeah, he's played all three receiver spots, so you can line him up anywhere. Um, and he's going to, yeah, say the size six foot four, he can be used to create uh, mismatches against uh, shorter cornerbacks or shorter safety players lining up in the slot or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's a really solid pick. It's a deep wide receiver class, but yeah. Nice. Take one here to get Jimmy G a weapon. Nice work. So that leaves me with the last pick of the first round of the NFL draft, and it falls to the Kansas City Chiefs. And with that pick, they're taking Christian Fulton, the cornerback from LSU. When they've got as last year shows that they don't need any help. I don't think they need any help on the front, at the front of the ball. They've got their quarterback for the next 10 years, 10, 15 years. Um, they've got their wide receiver sorted. They've probably got the best tight end in football at the moment. They argue between him and Kittle. It's, so, um, work on the back, have help on the back. Uh, they lost uh, Kendall Fuller to the skins. So, Someone can come in and replace him. Um, Fulton, he's got great instincts, intelligence, and toughness. He's pretty, pretty robust. Uh, he can turn and run very fast. So I know it sounds silly, but it's hard to. It's hard for if you're a receiver. It's hard, he's hard to get away from. He's he's very good at keeping the separation minimal, and with his size, with his arms strength um reach he gets in and he can back the ball away quite easily um he faced the best wide receivers in college because he was at lsu they play in the against the best teams and over two years he um he had only 43 percent catches against him so the, that's pretty low um so yeah i'd take christian fulton with the last pick for the first round. Right. Solid draft. Yeah, um, and that is that makes up the first round. So just to run through it again, uh, we've got 
Burrows at 1, Young at 2, Akuda at 3, Simmons at 4, Tua at 5, Herbert at 6, Brown at 7, Ruggs at 8, Wirfs at 9, Beckson at 10, Judy at, at Lamb 11, Judy at 12, Kinglaw at 13, Wills at 14, CJ Henderson at 15, Penza at 16, um, Chelson, uh, I can't, can't pronounce his name. Um, who did you take for the Cowboys? Sorry, Cowboys. Uh, Chesson or Chason. Yeah. Andrew Thomas at 18. Uh, Johnson at 19. Love at 20. Jefferson 21. McKinney to the, Vi um, to the Viking. Uh, uh, Gross Matos to the Vikings. McKinney to the Patriots. Trevon Diggs to the Saints, Austin Jackson to the Vikings, Winfield Jr. to Miami, Braun to the Seahawks, Patrick Queen to the Ravens, Josh Jones to the Titans, Jonathan Taylor to the Packers, Higgins to the 49ers, and Fulton to the Chiefs. That makes up 32, 32 teams. Uh, Who's your, out of that list, who's your favourite pick? Which one? Uh, um, going to keep it Redskins base. I just love Chase Young to the Redskins. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about uh, the Redskins trading down, but I think Chase can sort your team out for 10 years. I don't think you, um, yeah, you don't pass that opportunity up. It would have to be for like five five first rounders in them because the other team is going to get what they think is a generational quarterback and you're giving up a generational yeah, in, uh, pass rusher so the only the only team with the ammunition to pull off that kind of trade in my opinion would be the Dolphins and by the time you got to five you'd miss out on young someone above you is unless I've, I've done a few mock drafts where we get the Hall from the Dolphins, and we trade back up with the Lions to pick um, Young at three. But I don't see that happening. I, I don't see us having the balls to pull off that move. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I think Chase Young. I, I know that it's easily said, but it, I think he's possibly the best player in the, the draft. I, I think that Joe Burrows only goes above him because the Bengals need a quarterback. You know, they could they could take Young, but they haven't got anyone... The quarterback is your, is your team. There's a reason they get paid so much. Um, yeah, don't... Don't overthink it. Just do what's right. Pick Chase Young at number two. Redskins, um, easily best player in the draft, in my opinion, that is the best pick. Yeah, just looking back through the draft, I think I uh, bought the Vikings um, pick at 25, uh, Lamar Jackson. I think I was thinking of um, different cornerback, uh, I'm sure Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton was the guy I was thinking of. 
Oh, <laughs> I don't know why up. I put Lamar Jackson down. It, that's who you took at 32. <laughs> I took you at 32. Oh, no. Anyway, the, yeah, the Vikings can overreach for uh, Lamar Jackson, who I do like as a player, but yeah, he's a uh, seventh-round prospect, I think, isn't he? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'll be taking him at twenty-five. Yeah, that's that two-hour nap this afternoon uh, after my roast is uh, <laughs> <laughs> best best with my notes. <laughs> Sorry, Vikings fans. Uh, I've, I've got it here. No, um, we've done this on. Uh, the Twitter DMs. Uh, Vikings take Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson. You've got. I think he was already gone as well, wasn't he? Was he off the board? Or did I try, try draft no, him? No, you drafted. Um, Vikings take Austin Jackson. Uh, OT. Yeah, that's who it was. Jesus, why have I put Lamar Jackson down? I had a nightmare there. That was the pick. That makes way more sense. Yeah, because he's got the same same surname, so. <laughs> Oh well, it's bad. That hasn't messed it up with <laughs> An much. absolute Western Superman there, but yeah, Austin Jackson is a great tackle. <laughs> much, makes much more sense for the bikes. Yes, <laughs> uh, he was. Yeah, he's a top twenty player, Austin Jackson. So it, it does make sense. I was reading through and I was like, "Who the hell, Jackson? Have I got my name <laughs> <laughs> names mixed up?" Here? I was like, "His rating is quite low for the first rounder," but yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Jackson. So that was our mock draft for round one. I hope you all had half as much fun listening as James and myself had recording it. With. Any questions or comments about the selections, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. We are at Skins Podcast UK on Twitter. Until next time, HTTR. <laughs>